Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome back to another episode of Leverage Masters. I'm your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, and along with my co-host and all-around partner in crime, Jack Humphrey, we are the co-founders of TheLeveragist.com and Divisio.com. We've got a pretty awesome show lined up for you guys today, don't we, Jack? We do. We always have some pretty cool stuff, and today is no exception. Today we have Jamal Lewis who is a divination guide, numerologist, and shaman. He's worked with entrepreneurs and corporations in developing sales team consultants and as a personal development coach and business strategist advising hundreds of high net worth individuals as business strategist and has mentored hundreds hundreds of people over the last 15 years. Combining his love of personal development and the concept of the alter ego, which we, I sure, are going to talk about today. What the heck does that mean? Uh, Jamal <laughs> has helped many to succeed in finding that ever-moving destination of contentment, health, wealth, and happiness. Jamal, welcome to Leverage Masters. Thank you so much, Jack and Gina. Thank you. So we'll start you off like we do with everybody. That's a little bit of background about you, but what's really exciting you right now about getting up in the morning and, and greeting the day? Well, the same thing that, that has for, for many years, and it, it, it really is about seeing people make that next step or change. Um, a couple of years ago, I was involved in I was involved in some network companies and working with some people, and and you know we started to have to make some money and over a period of time you know i i could see that people wanted to have health and they wanted to do all these things but when we helped a lady named jasmine that's been saving for four or five years when we helped her to to be able to create income and um and a month that she would have usually had to take a whole year to, to do and she was able to pay for her kids' college education. That's what gets me fired up, you know. And she was fired up by, by that. So it's the opportunity to see people go to the next level, and especially when it's already in them, and they didn't, they didn't even know it was already in them. They thought they had to go do something different for it. So that's what really gets me fired up. Awesome. Well, of course, we talk to lots and lots of uh development coaches, uh, all kinds of people. We don't talk to an awful lot of people with a background like yours. So how does that all work? Because what you describe is a lot like what everybody comes on when they're a coach, a business coach, development coach, that kind of thing. But then I think you probably have a little bit of a different way of working with people just based on first impressions in your bio. What? Tell me what that's like. Very. <laughs> right. So, okay, so this is, it goes back, we got to look, you know, over the last couple hundred years, we look into science, we look into technology, and one of my favorite tools to look into is is the numbers. So whenever I would sit with a person and talk with them, um, there's a really high correlation between numbers and a birthday, and if you'd allow me to, you know, I'll, I'll either do yours or, or Gina's or both of them fun here on the show, sure. um, but there's correlation <laughs> between birthday, um, the numbers that are birthday, and personality types, strengths, weaknesses, abilities, and the like. So when I talk to a person, I would first get their birthday so we could see the objective the objective type characteristics that might be found in that personality type. Now, the difference between what I do and a lot of other people is that most of the people put together profile what they think you should do, and like going to guidance counselor's office. Um, what we look at yeah. is what's already inside of you. So it's a different, it's a different thinking. It's like, okay, this is what I already am. Because when I describe based on the birthday and the numbers, personality types, you know, opportunities, you definitely say, yeah, for sure, that makes sense. That is who I am or that's, you know, that's where I've been or that makes sense for me. And so it's just as easy to, to go into the other side of it being like, okay, this is my strong point. I believe that. I could see that. Yeah, that's definitely me. 
And now it's not a matter of I have to shift, I have to do this, I have to reprogram myself. Now it's just a matter of I have to step into that part of myself that already exists that I just haven't been choosing to show up in that light yet. And that's a real, that's a change. So being able yeah. to... Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say the way the way you describe that, it's almost like uh, you know, the first thing that we start to do as human beings when we start questioning where the heck we came from and what we're here to do and all of that, it's almost like we lost our user manual and we don't know yeah. what our factory settings are. And it made uh-huh. me think of factory settings for some, some reason. The way that you describe it is like there's stuff already in you. There, this, the answers are already in you. And I can help read those things. I can help you find your owner's manual. Maybe is that is that sort of accurate? Is that or am I way off? That is that is very 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 accurate. That is so accurate that I I would have thought that you were studying my own material already. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I swear we just met we just met. <laughs> well, let me give you my birthday and you can use it as an example for everyone to learn from. How's that? It. It's yeah, June five nineteen sixty four. So you got 06-05-1954-64. Perfect. So the first thing that shows up here right off the top is that your birthday is on the 5th, which is June 5th. And so people that are born on the 5th are usually people that are about freedom, uh, but freedom not only just for themselves, but for other people as well. So freedom to change, freedom for expression, freedom for movement, freedom for travel, freedom to do what they like to do. Usually multi-talented people, uh, people that uh, can get up and get the job go- going or done. Um, and so fives are a lot about freedom. Whenever I do them, like whenever I do charts, I do them in, in airplanes and wherever I'm at. The only place you're not safe from getting the chart done for me is if you stand in the bathroom. But other than that, pretty much I'll, I'll find a way to do your numbers, you know, wherever I'm standing around. But, you know, fives are definitely fives are definitely um, all about all about the ability to communicate effectively with others. They're excellent teachers, consultants, promoters, salespeople, writers, reporters, the bright, witty. Uh, I mean, that's just people with fives. And I know that so far we've touched on some things that made some sense so far, right? Absolutely. Okay, we're gonna do two sixes here. Five. Okay, so the, so how how I'm gonna do the other part? That part I just did is that's, that's your birthday. That's natural talents and abilities. Probably about ten percent of your of your actual um, personality profile, right? Now we'll look at the other numbers. It's like it's like mixing paint. So we'll look at the six and then the five. Six plus five is eleven, and then eleven plus one for nineteen sixty four. So 11 plus 1 is 12, so that's 3. And 6, so 3 and 9 is 3 again, 6 and 3. And then you got a 7 here. I'm just going to double check these numbers. Okay. Okay, so what I'm doing is, again, I'm just double checking the numbers to make sure that I got them right the first time. So we're going to just add them all up. So 64, 6 plus 4 is 10. And we got 2 here. And. Okay, so I got a nine. Double check one last time, and it, it's really important because essentially what I'm mixing is I'm mixing like a personality soup, <laughs> and that it mm-hmm. comes it comes about because of the individual numbers. So again, we're gonna look here one one last time. So six plus five is eleven, which is two. Two one is three. Three and nine is three. Three and six and and so four. So I came up with a four here, right? And so you want to add them with me real quick, and I'll tell you what four means. So six and five will be 11, so June 5th, right? So six, five, 11, yeah. we call it two, right? Two and one for 19 will be three. Three and, and nine is a 12, which is three again. Three and six is nine again. And four plus, any, four plus nine will be another four, right? So nine plus any number adds to be a four. So four would be four will be organized. There'll be structured. There's a place for everything. Everything falls in its place. So fours are usually good managers. They're good, uh, hardworking, practical people. Very disciplined. Very persistent. And so when you think of four, think of like a house, for example. So fours are usually more or less black and white. You know, this way or that. 
uh, fours are typically about building something long term, like you would find with a house. So they're the builders in an environment, in the society, in a situation. And they're usually pretty much the protectors. So that is just a little bit about fours. How does that sound? Oh, God. So right on, it's not even funny. Here's the other thing, too, that's, that's interesting. Usually with fours, if you went to a fours house and it's not everything is in, in this place, it usually means that things in their personal lives are also not in place. Very true. My house <laughs> is so, like, there is a place for everything, and if I take something out, it goes right back to its place. There, the only time my house was in chaos was when my husband left. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yep, spot on. There's a there's also one other thing I'm looking at here, and so I got different systems for charting, different systems of divination. It just depends on what makes most sense at that point in time. But I also do know that um, you have a very very strong intellectual uh, type nature um, because of the two sixes. So so you prefer logic, um, or you like logic things to make sense. They have to make sense to you um, from the June and also the sixty-four. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm cracking up. I've known I've known Gina for quite a while, and I can uh, I I can take over from here. You don't need to ask her anymore. Yes, 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 yes. All right, All right. hold on. She's, she used to do, she's got a little story about the logic thing that I think I mean because that's the funniest part of what you just said was the logic, and she used to do logic puzzles for fun as a little kid. Oh, really? For fun. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Weird, yeah, big man. Time. I mean, totally the opposite In fact, of me. I passed but, uh, two bar exams by doing logic puzzles, not by doing bar exam review study programs. <laughs> Crazy. This is, this is the reason why I love this science, and I think it should be taught in schools. Everyone should understand it because it, it takes away the necessity, the burden of, oh, you know, um, my life has been sad and I've had this thing going on. It just shows, like you said, it just shows like what you said, Jack, this is where you came into this matrix, and here's where you started off at. Here's the things that you got to get done this lifetime or, you know, for as long as you will be around, this time around. And, you know, when you check out, you'll you've done this much of it. That's really all it is to it. Um, you know, there isn't the necessity to really bang so much on people about, you know, what they haven't done yet because everyone is on their individual journey. And that journey is charted out here and mapped out. And once you know what it is and you can align yourself with the journey, life becomes so much more easy. It's actually a lot more uh, appealing to me than just the simple message of you're not hustling and grinding enough. You know, I don't, I love Gary Vaynerchuk, but he, but I'll just leave it at that. I love Gary Vaynerchuk, but, you know, I mean, it's just not about hustle and grind and everybody, because there's hardly, there's really nobody on the planet like him, right? And then he inspires other people, I think, temporarily against their nature that you're talking about to do really big things. There's no doubt he does that, and, and people around him do that. But I've never really been completely convinced that left on their own, left to go back to, well, who they naturally really truly are without him coaching them like crazy that they right. maintain that right. sort of energy or that. Cause I mean, everybody's so different. Yeah. No, you got it. Now you hit it on the head. See, see when we can have a conversation, I'll do your sir real quick to Jack if you like, and I'll even do your first name, which will tell me some things about you as well. Um, you're absolutely right. It's so much easier for a person when I could be like, you know, you're like this, you're like this, you're like this. Because, I mean, you know, obviously there's, there's, I like to call it the light side and the shadowy side of any personality. And I always say, look, mm-hmm. you don't have to look for your shadow. It, it appears every single day without any effort, right? <laughs> so you don't have to look for your shadow. It'll show up. So likewise, you don't have to look for the negative, you know, things that you have to do. I'll give you one example here just because we had Gina's numbers pulled up. Um, but in Gina's numbers, you know, she has that one, she has a five, she has an eight. So one from 19 and a five from the, the day she was born, and then the nine, right? That creates mm-hmm. what's called a line of determination, which means that 
Dina, when she sets her mind to something, she is determined to get it. Any obstacle is just a, you know, just a, <laughs> something to go around, above or through. It's just a means to, to get here. Now, that line is an awesome line. I, I love people with that line. I wish I had that line. I don't have that line. But the thing is, the thing is that that line is also a lesson to learn that line, and I know Gina will probably attest to this as well. With that line, because of the level of determination, have you ever seen a fly flying against the window, like the window, you know, the open window? Yeah. Right. So that can happen. Like you can be the fly flying against that window, and just looking around five feet over, you might realize, wait a minute, there's an open door. I probably should go through that open door. So every lesson, even though that's a real strong one, there is a lesson to be learned, which is, hey, you know, uh, you know, it's not because I had these challenges when I was growing up, but it's because part of my lesson here is to learn not to get stuck in relationships that I don't want to be in for too long because I'm determined to make it work. Let me set myself a particular time, like that fly, flying against that glass one. I'll set myself a particular time. If that doesn't work, I'll look around and realize, wait, wait a minute, there's an open window. Let me try that instead. So every lesson, every number has a particular lesson that we came here to learn to do with this particular time. And by following those lessons, it makes our life a lot easier. And we can just step into that self of who we are and not have to fight to do what we think society thinks is the right thing for us to do. So it makes a lot more sense. People of any particular, I mean, any, if you're an employer and you don't use this, you're, you're losing out because you will hire, like you said, you'll hire people that don't fit the profile of what it is that you're looking for. They will be miserable in their jobs. They won't naturally like it, and you're going to have to rehire them again. You're going to, you know what I mean? Like, this, this is the purpose of it, just to be able to get an objective view as to who people are, and then they can step into the best side of themselves, and that's where the alter ego comes in. But I'd like to do yours here, Jack, too, unless you got a question. I'd like to pull yours up a little bit as well. Um, just remind me after we do this about math, and I'll remember, I, I'll remember my question. <laughs> math. Um, yes. So mine is 623.68. And it doesn't surprise us that we also have another 523, which, which is, by the way, as – is another five as well. So you're going to find a lot of the same personality traits with freedom and change and movement and travel. And, you know, there's two numbers that I respect a whole lot, um, it, you know, in, in terms of freedom, which are, which is one and five. You know, one one has to do with ego. But one is like is the ego isn't, isn't a bad thing. It is I'm a, I'm a grain of rice separate from the bowl of rice. That's what That's what one is. And five is really similar as well. Five is like, five is like I am the person that steps outside of the family and steps outside of the status quo, and I will challenge the status quo. Fives are like, you know, when you tell a five, you know, go grab a seat, they're like, why don't you sit down? Why are you telling me to sit down? Why are you telling me to sit down for? Fives are like that. They're like, you know, go go stand over there. Where's your name tag? My name tag? Why don't you have a name tag on? Why are you bothering me about it? You know, that's, that's how fives are. Okay, let's look at yours again. Okay, so both of you guys are born in June. Interesting. Okay, so now let's see what we have in here. Six and five is 11, so we got another two here again. Two, three, three, nine. Okay, so you're at eight. Then. Let's go do this. Let's double check this one more time. So we got uh, six and two is eight. Eight and three is 11. 11 and one is 13, 13. Uh, Perfect. Okay, so you're eight. So eight, um, I love eight. <laughs> eight are eight are the organizers. They're the business people. They're the workaholics. Eight they also like to get organized, but eights are like get up and go. Eight sometimes in relationships they're not always a love lovey dovey, love you, you know, kind of people. Eight to like I paid I paid the mortgage. I mean I love you, okay, I get it. <laughs> you know, like, you know, eight to yeah. like, they yeah, they get things done. Um, and they pride themselves in getting things done and also looking good. You know, um, eights are also about manifesting. So everything about them is about manifesting. So they're self-motivated. They're usually dependable, tenacious, really driven people. And they're hardworking, and they expect you to work hard too. If you don't 
work harder on eight, they think you're a slacker. <laughs> so I hate to all about that. Uh, typically, you know, eight's usually how things come back to them. So, you know, um, ex-girlfriends might come back to them. People that work with them might come back to them. Things might show back up. And it's because of the nature of the eight is an infinite loop. And so whatever you put out as an eight, it will happen. So you especially, uh, that has to, you have to be very aware of what you're thinking. Because, I, I mean, this might sound kind of hocus pocus, but go back to thinking, like, if you really wish something on somebody, it'll happen. Like, if you really want somebody to fall down or something like that, I mean, that might be a little bit literal, but you get where I'm coming from. Like, whatever you really put your mind to, Jack, doesn't it not happen? Are, are, do you, are you able to make things happen when you want it to happen? Absolutely. Yeah. So eights are master man. I don't even understand. I don't understand the opposite of that question. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And it happens even faster if Jack and I put our minds together and commit to it together. I mean, like in a well, blink of an eye, we can give you so many examples of it, Jamal. Well, here's the thing, though. You get you get uh, you get a, a four and an eight. Well, four and eight, and I mean, completely divisible. If you stack them together, I mean, that's what you got. You know what I mean? So. So it's all really about, you know, organizing, being a masters of putting work together. I mean, like, like that's the magic of, of an eight. You know, the other side of an eight, though, is that, is that, like I said, every number has its challenges. So they could be workaholic. People might think they're egotistical. It's not that they're egotistical. It's that they're driven. They know what they want. And they want to get it done. By the way, you ever seen Shark Tank before? All the time. You know, you know Mr. Wonderful? Mm-hmm. He's an eight. eight. Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an eight. Eight like show me the money. <laughs> you know. And and we're both we're both follically challenged as well. <laughs> oh my god. But but you know, eight is funny, eight, Jack. You know, eights have their fair share of, of, of wonderful things, but they they also do have their challenges as well because you know the, the number is about manifestation. It isn't about money. It's about manifestation. So whatever, whatever it chooses to manifest, it, it can happen. Okay, it can, it can, and it will happen, especially if they put their minds to it, like you guys said. Put one other thing up here. No, I'm gonna look here at your name, Jack. Now the first name. You know, check this out. The first name, Jack, is a seven, and the first name contains something I call a growth number. I like I like growth numbers a lot because what what a growth number looks at is when you came in you came in with the code Jack O six two three one nine six eight like that's the universal code and that code embodies in it a whole bunch of information that you left off saying here here's what I need to here's where I I'm coming back in again this is where I start I start with this particular code with this it's like a combination lock you came in unlocked the code at six twenty three one nine six eight. Uh, Gina unlocked the code at 06051963. By the way, this is just a little side note, but the difference between a 23.5 or 14.5 and a 055 is, is, is different, but it's subtle. Like like a 055 is a pure 5, so Gina is a pure 5, where a 23.5, it, it looks at the 5 as well, but it also is about how, the, how do you work as a couple or a partner, which is that two with the three, which is creatively hot. So it's about creating, creating partnerships, right? And how do you creatively create partnerships in a way that strikes freedom, which is all about leverage, which is what you're doing already anyway, Zach and Gina. So it just kind of shows you how you work into your numbers. But Jack is a seven, and we get that from looking at the correlation between the numbers and the letters. And so Jack is a seven, and sevens, sevens are all about truth seeking, seeking the truth, finding out about, you know, why. Why does that happen? Where does that go? About science, about how you can use intelligent sources, how you can use, you know, learning and, and, and knowledge. So sevens are all about discovering the truth, right? And so along along with, with what you already have in terms of personality, it would also say that you're about seeking the truth. Sevens are also about Sevens are also about what they call being in touch. So sevens are also kind of psychic, so to speak. They're philosophers. They're all about learning better ways, right? Um, so you would find that 
you might be you might be drawn to you know where you can use that kind of ability you know healing um elevating people helping to heal them in with their relationships their thinking their processes drawn to more knowledge drawn to more to more wisdom that's seven so if you were to head down that path as a seven which is you know again about you know about um finding you know contemplating the truth you know, uncovering mysteries about who people are and how they are and what they can do better. If you were to uncover that or focus on that area and do it in a way that provided where you provide freedom for other people, um, allow you to be a journalist, a writer, a salesperson, and make money with it and create organizations around that, you would have your perfect situation. You might probably create something like Leverages, <laughs> Radio Show. <laughs> so what you say? What you going to say? So that's just yeah. a little bit. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it at all, does it, Gina? <laughs> oh, my God, Jack. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, so, I, so I have a question. I have a question. I have – I remembered math. I reminded myself to remind myself about math, and I did. So now I remember. Uh, there are – you know, there are a lot of people in physics – uh, a lot of science types, a lot of mathematicians that liken to the universe to math. Like if the universe had a language, it would most certainly, according to them, be math. That's their language. That's the language of the universe. And I've always had questions, and I ask everybody like you, whoever I meet at any time, what your opinion is on on that, but what it means from your perspective, because those guys kind of get really geeky after that point. That's the exciting point. That's the headline, the clickbait, and then the article uh, that backs it up from the science perspective gets super dry. Like, I don't, you know, TLDR, too long, didn't read. And I really am more interested on your side of things. What does that mean? Like, it's interesting to hear you say things like your your born on date is this. This is your 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 code and things like that. It resonates for me. I don't know why. I, I feel a truth in that. I sense that realness in that. I, I sense a homecoming sort of vibe in that in that truthiness. <laughs> but I have no idea why. And I like both sides of the thing. I get into the science of it. I, I get into all of this stuff. But sometimes, I mean, I'm still 50 years old, not sure what it all means. Right. Right. Um. So here's the thing. That's the reason that I got into this, this study of these numbers and, and, and such. Um, I'll tell you, by the way, why you feel a certain truthiness to it, and that's because seven is a growth number, and seven is a truth seeker. So it's all about seeking truth, and it's all about being able to decipher some of this information. Now, all right, so here's why I find, find numerology and numbers, studying numbers is a little bit different to the science that we looked at before, which is like things like astrology. Astrology is good. However, it's really left up to a lot of deciphering. Um, I'll give you an example. I was born in the Caribbean, and in the Caribbean, there's no time stamp on the birthday. No time stamp. So I don't know if I was born at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or 5 a.m. With astrology, that makes a significant difference. With the numbers, it, it doesn't. It really says, here's the way that I chose to enter because whenever I left off, this is where I was at last time. My mom's on 12-16-2010. The last crystallization of her mental thought process was on that day. She hasn't seen cell phones, radios, conversations, whatever, Facebook and, 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 and you know, and, uh, Instagram have been doing since then. So her mind has locked off a one two one six two zero one zero. right? These things to me are, are, are useful because – we can see when we came in what we have to do. Like, I'll give you a, another example. My philosophy is that people think, well, the world is getting worse and we have all these things happening and it's coming to an end, and I don't think that's the case at all. I think for the last 1,900 years, so since 1901, 1902, we've had the one and nine up front. It, it is all about the person, the individual, the ego, me, myself, and I. I, the country, I, the individual, I, the industrial age, I, the, you know, I, the whatever. 
right? I, I am the man. I am the whatever. And it is all, has always been about the I, which has been a front for the last thousand years. And then the last hundred years has been about the nine. But ambition, let me get to the top. Where do we need to go? You know, and et cetera. That's, what, that's how it's been for the last 1900 years. Now we skipped into the 2000s, which, by the way, you guys remember the Y2K event, which is a communication deal. And two is all about communication. And it's all about partnerships. That's why I mentioned the two and the three and your five. It's all about partnerships, right? And so if you realize what's happening right now, the kids, they don't care about being the best anymore in my race and yours and in my school and yours. They're like, oh, I go to school with, you know, a friend who looks like this, another one who looks like this, and one who talks like this, and one who eats this kind of food. And I go over to the house on a weekend. We play video games together. Now it's all about partnerships. Now it's all about not let's go to war, but how can we work together with the twos because the twos are coming in right now. How can we work together? How can we more, be more empathic? How can we be more patient, right? So whether we like it or not, people like myself that have, you know, came out of the 19-whatever the 19 year it was, you know, our thinking is going to fall to the wayside and the thinking of the, the kids going forward with the twos that don't really care about the individual but care about how they can cooperate and bring people together, that's where we're going. And so I turn to the numbers because it provides us functional, practical, applicable data that we can make changes happen with and we can step into our higher selves versus just, you know, having, I mean, I love the science behind it as well, you know, but knowing the speed of light, you know, is not going to affect our current everyday function. You know, understanding binary code is, is fun, how does that affect, and I always ask everyone that question, how does that affect your, your, your current, you know, your current life situation? How does that help to elevate you forward? And I suggest that, you know, I mean, we can get into past lives, we can get into what's happening in, in, on the moon, but I, I suggest that we have a lot of things to get done here on the earth that we can work on for the rest of our lifetime. And I think that yeah. we, we ought to look at this as a science, as, as, you know, a way of communication and understanding and, and, and figuring out Okay, here's here's how Jack has these amazing traits. Let me see how we can help Jack to realize these traits, develop these traits, and therefore allow Jack to be in a, prof- a profession not based on what I think is going to be good for the economy or what I think Jack might be good at, but j- based on what Jack has already codified himself and says, here's what my here's what my abilities will be. Sorry, my opportunities. This is what we talked about in your whole life. Um, when you look at the culmination, of all these numbers. Here's what my ability is. Sorry, my opportunity is so yours. For example, Jack will be for that eight. Yours, uh, Gina will be that four. And every day you will have the opportunity to be eight and four similar. So I'm gonna cover both of them together. But to organize, to structure, to do business, to you know, to bring together partnerships um, with the four and the eight. You know, to keep things organized, um, to build out something about leverage and also four is about financial four and eight also about financial stability then we will look into other numbers that talk about and that comes out of your name stuff but talks about what is the natural ability so not only do we have the opportunity that you will have that you will naturally attract your life that you will come across every day whether you choose it or not like because you chose it before you came here so you will have those opportunities so then next question is what is it that is your natural ability so Mine is a seven, so I I love this kind of stuff. Once I started doing what I was able to do, which is my natural, you know, my opportunities and six, which is to help people and coach, which is my birthday, and then the seven, which is my ability, which is to use numerology, healing, sciences, you know, metaphysics, truth-seeking to, you know, to create, which is my another number, which is what my soul wants, but to create some stability and structure and finances and organization to the family, et cetera, which is that four that you both both have. In addition to 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 use it along with my three, which is March twelfth, to be charismatic, fun, inspirational, you know, for myself and others, to to follow my growth, which is to inspire people and to grow in in these areas. And that brings about what my soul wants is financial stability. And I don't have to make any bones about it because it's right there on paper. That's <laughs> right on paper. Yeah, <laughs> says right there. I I kind of like that, but it's not. But you're not talking about destiny either, exactly, are you? I mean, you're not talking about you're born locked into some sort of a preordained life, and there's nothing you can do about it. No, 
no, no. What what I what I prefer to look at is that there's certain certain feelings, certain emotions, energy emotions that you flow with naturally. So I'll, I'll use mine because we haven't had chance to, time to do you know yours in detail. But I'll use mine mine for example. Um, my growth number is a three, which is all about inspiration, having fun, uh, being creative, you know, usually uh, charismatic, and so on and so forth. So it means if I go in the direction where I can use my three energies, um, which would be, again, you know, being creative and finding lightheartedness and things and inspiring people, If should I go in that direction? it will find me what it is that my soul is looking for, my destiny, which is to this time around create financial stability, right? If, I, if you look at my numbers when I was born, you know, there's, there's not, I don't think there's any fours in there, any eights in there. And what it would suggest is people that believe in, you know, coming from a, a, a life before, you know, from physics saying like the energy mm-hmm. was never created, right? It just changed forms. For, for those people, it would say, hey, maybe I wasn't, a homebody back in those days. Maybe I like to roam the street. I had a lot of ones and a lot of fires. Maybe I was never married, you know, before. Um, you know, because fires, fires don't like to necessarily commit. They don't want to be locked into anything. And so now my soul wants to have some stability this time around. So my, my soul is desiring, you know, the energy of a four. doesn't mean that I have to be a manager. It doesn't mean that I have to be, you know, anything that a four would do necessarily. It just means that my soul is looking for the energy type of a four. So it's saying, Jamal, go out there, have fun, create, inspire people, which is my growth, which is three, which comes out of my first name. Yours would be a seven. So God and heal people, show them the right direction, you know, get deep into their minds and understanding of what is the challenge form, which is like yours in a seven. Then how can you take that, you go that direction, you will come across what it is that your soul is longing for. So these will give you directions, but not the destination. You'll never get to complete soul satisfaction. This lifetime isn't for you to get to any particular destination. It's just a matter of adding on and building so that when you come next time, you don't have to do the work that you should have done this time, so to speak. Right. So that's what I believe. Yeah. I believe that when you leave, you leave crystallized again on whatever day, two dates that make a big difference. The one you come in and the one that you leave, so you leave crystallized saying, here's the work that I've done. Here's what I've put in to the universe. I've, you know, in your case, I've worked towards learning more scientific means of helping and healing people and solving their challenges. Um, and Savage, by the way, a great teacher as well. And I've learned how to teach people what I've learned. And, you know, it's made me money and it's helped me to create something that made sense, you know. So, so you can put the sentence together. It doesn't say you have to be a manager. You have to do something with, with money. It's saying, hey, use your ability to, to build big businesses and organizations and help people to heal themselves through whatever, whatever way it is, you know, through technology or whatever. So it, it gives you a general direction of where you want to go. And once you start going in that direction, it's like a surfer in a wave or, you know, sailboat getting caught in the wind. Things will start to work for you almost if by magic. And it's because... Now you are in the, the flow of the current of your life versus going against it and going, doing what you think you should do based on what somebody else looked outside of you and said to you. Awesome. I'm going to ask one really weird question, and we'll get right back to business, okay? Go for it. Go for it. Where do, where do new people come from? People who haven't where? been anywhere before. Like when we had a population of a billion, and now we have a population of 7.3 or 4 billion, seems like there's new people who wouldn't have a, I mean, like, it, it seems to me, the way I, maybe I'm not looking at it right, but how could they have a destination from which they came, they don't have a track record, right? I mean, is, or is there any such thing as new people? And if so, where were these 7 billion people when hum, the human race in its present form started? Why did it take them so long to get here? Well, that is getting to some really, really speculative type area. <laughs> right. I know. That's I know. It's a really, really weird question coming. <laughs> no, no it, it, it isn't a weird question. It, it is actually a very, very good question. Um, so here's what I've been able to put together. Look, um, there's, nothing, there's nothing that is new on the face of this planet. Right? Nothing that's really new. Um, 
physics would say that energy is never created nor destroyed. It just changes form. The Buddhists would also say something very similar as well. Um, even in the Bible, I can't get the quote out to you because I'm not good at quoting verses in the Bible, but it talks about, you know, people being here before, the energies being here before. I, I just got it read to me by a, a person who's really good at quoting. But the same concept is, has, is, you know, is, in terms of energy or people being here and coming into this form and going to another form is, is nothing as brand new. So this is my take on this is my take on on the way that I would answer your question. There they have been hundreds and thousands of energies, whatever forms you want to call them, um, people, animals, whatever, that have already been here on this, on this plane. And this point in time, because we did need, you know, a lot of one energy and nine energy, and before we probably didn't need that as much, um, one and nine energy before, which was the individual and people to get to the top. I do believe that there's been a lot of a lot more growth, and it happened. You saw because out of necessity in the depressions and time of war, people were having like ten to fifteen kids. Um, show me a family that's having ten to fifteen kids today. Actually, if you look at it right now, is probably the average is two, which happens to be the century. Right, people are having like two yeah. kids right now, um, and I believe that's just the universe doing what it needed to do. I don't know how many people were here before because there's no accurate sources. Any of us weren't able, aren't able to remember. So how, who knows how many people were here before, you know, before if we went to biblical times, before the great flood, maybe there were that many people before and they weren't after because of the flood. We, we don't really know. Um, but what I can, it's a well, can, well guarded secret, isn't it? It's one of the, it's the best is. protected secret on the planet. <laughs> Before and after, we have no clue, and there's not a single person on the planet that does. But I guess we meant for it to be that way, or we wouldn't have made it so locked. I mean, it's way more protected than a voting booth in November in terms of <laughs> encryption because nobody's cracked that code yet. And that's why I always ask these weird questions. I, I really do, you know, just love to collect that data from every uh, being I can I can get it from because... I don't know. I mean, maybe one day we'll figure it out. I don't know, but maybe we don't want to, and maybe we're protecting ourselves from figuring it out. Well, just so you know, but you are in complete alignment with what you're. Remember, we talked about that seven. You said, "I, I don't know. I, I just want to collect the data from all the individuals that I can." That yeah, is in line with seven. Like that is what sevens do. Because like, I'm, I'm a seven. Like I, we go out and we look for information. All the stuff that we're doing right now and everything else that I do, you know, I'm involved in stem cell tissue and organ regeneration, all these kind of things that we do. I like to gather people together and then let's go test it. Let's find, you know, I've done thousands of readings for people, um, even, even overseas in Asia. I got friends that are into government and I've done some readings for some government officials and it is completely accurate every single time. And so, so the thing is, is that how about let's look to see how we can use this as a strengthener in our lives, as an open, as, yeah. a, as a conversation piece, as a dialogue. Um, and I agree with you, you know, like I said before, I don't know how knowing, um, other than to satisfy your, your thirst as a seven <laughs> and growth, um, I, don't, I don't know the utility of, you know, some of these things for us, and that's why I like the simplicity of numbers because it's, it's, it's addressing here's where you came from specifically as this type of energy. Now, were you carrying the same kind of spirit, soul, the same kind of consciousness? Different question altogether because the numbers, it looks at the mental part, the mind part. It looks at the matter because mind is matter manifested, right? So it looks at the frequency of that matter and the vibration, if you were to speak. And we know about vibrations because, we, you know, we study EEG mm -hmm. machines and stuff like that. So it looks at the vibration. Your vibration is a unique vibration. It comes, you know, it comes with the 06, it comes with the 0623, uh, But also every single letter in your name, every single letter in your name, first, middle, and last, has its own numer numer numerological uh uh, vibration associated with it. So every A is a one, every B is a two, C three, D four, et cetera, et cetera. So you also got that whole long list of coding for you know for your names as well. 
and all the things that you need to know in terms of where you came in, your natural talents and abilities, things that your soul will actually feel content with as you develop them. They're all right there in that in that in that in, in the in the the graph of <laughs> the lot that you brought down. And it's just a matter of yeah. unlocking it. Once you unlock it, everything is available to you. It's right there. You it's what you chose that you wanted to do. You smart enough to do it beforehand. You just gotta find someone like me who is able to help you to unlock it. And there you go, you're free. So do you do you imagine yourself as somebody that just goes around and and uh just the level of confidence that people must leave uh you know, a meeting with you with? Because I mean what really attracts me to it is just the ability to make decisions. And like I'm in a major fork in the road right now career wise. I could go in a, more than two directions. And they all have their positives. And there's a lot of outside stuff telling me I need to go in this direction because that would be the best for X reason. But but right. I'm recognizing now when it's outside stuff and my inside stuff, what I really want to do with one of those right. forks or maybe two of those forks is right. what I'm paying the most attention to, but the outside world isn't, uh, isn't lining up to make that the best decision for financial reasons or for where I want to live and things like that. Right. And so right. I, I'm super confused by stuff like that. I can imagine if I came and talked to you, I could gain some confidence in the decision that I need to make by just having some hard facts, some hard numbers, some things. And yeah. the reason that I say hard facts and numbers, my listeners may be, <laughs> our listeners may be uh, freaking out right now. What, Jack, huh? What do you mean hard facts? And, but the thing is, when you say those things, when I consider something a hard number or a hard resource, a tangible thing, is because I feel the vibration of it. I feel in right. my gut that that's right. And plus, you just proved to both me and Gina just doing the birthday thing, you you read us like a book. I mean, and, and that's not really, you know, that's that's a hard number to me in this world of, of, of crazy statistics and everything else and people believing all kinds of sky is purple and everything else. But it's right. really, it's firm to me. It's real to me. I can feel it in my gut to be true, and I trust that a lot. It's probably something in my numbers that tells me that that's the way I'm supposed to do it. But, yep. Yeah, I I just think that you have the ability to give people an awful lot of confidence in decisions that they need to make and and, uh, feeling good about stuff when especially the outside world, the business world, um, other people's example, you should do it like this, like Gary Vaynerchuk is shouting at the top of his lungs, a very specific way that people ought to succeed at business. Go kick ass, don't sleep. You know, don't have kids yet, you know, uh, and if you have kids, you know, work anyway, work really super hard. And he's shouting out a way that has worked for millions of people, no doubt. But there's a lot of people who are hearing that going, man, they're almost wishing they were different than what they were built to be just so that it fit in the mold and get more excited and really do what people like him are saying rather than staying true to who they are. And just yep. going, that's cool, that's cool for them, but I have a way, and I can confidently say I do, and go forth and carry myself in that way, I have a way to do it that's different. Because here's what my numbers say. Here's, exactly. here's what my coding says. That's exactly. pretty powerful stuff, man. You must be it very is, fulfilled. It is, isn't it? Like, that's, it, that's, that's why I get out of bed anymore. It, it, it's so amazing because – can I share a story with you real quick? Absolutely. That's why we're here. <laughs> So, so one of my younger brothers, he has some pretty big numbers. He has like a 22 and 22 is, there's three massive numbers, 11, 22 and 33. And so 22 is one of those numbers that, um, you know, it has the ability to do really, really big things, right? Because the thing is like this, if a, if a four wants to build a house, a 22 wants to build an apartment complex or, you know, or, or a small village, Right. And so, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to build big things and I'm doing this thing with real estate and yeah, all this, all this kind of stuff. And he's telling me how he's going to be so big and so successful and how people would have to listen to him. Now, this is the 22 talking because the two twos get together and they lose a little bit of, they lose a little bit of the sensitivity because the two of them, they kind of butt heads a little bit. And so sometimes they could be a little bit, you know, aggressive when they say things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we get in this conversation and, you telling me about all these things he's going to do. And I'm like, you do realize that 
as a four, you might have to deal with one contractor for for a bill for you know for your house. But as a twenty-two, you got to deal with twenty-seven contractors and carpet guys and everything else. It, the life gets a lot more complicated. He's like, yeah, but you know, I'm gonna have a lot of money, and I'm like, I say, yeah, brother, but let me ask you this question. You know, do you realize that some people want to take a walk in a park and some want to climb to Mount Everest? He was like, uh, yeah, but what does it have to do with anything? I said, well, I said, yeah. for some people, a walk in the park is plenty of excitement. For some people, Mount Everest is what they need. But don't think that either excursion is a better or worse excursion. I said, let me give you an example. I talked about this guy that grew up down here in the Caribbean. So I said, let's, let's figure it out. Let's just use, like, you, for example, Indiana. There's this guy named, this guy named, uh, uh, this guy named uh, Jack. He's from Indiana. You know, he grew up in a small town. Mom lives across the street and with, with dad, and his cousins and uncles live around. He's a family kind of guy. You know, he's married to his high school sweetheart. They've been married for 30 years. He loves cars and NASCAR, so he fixes his cars outside of his house, and he has an auto repair shop. He loves what he does. He goes to, to football on the weekends and takes a little two-week vacation, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and, and like, you know, all of his family everything else. I said, now, that guy, do you think he has any interest in flying all the way around the world and living out of suitcases and, and not seeing his family? Or do you think he's more content, more happy with being around his family every single day, going to NASCAR uh, races and racing with his buddies that he went to high school with? And, you know, they all hang out at his house at the end of the day, and he's the center of the, his own universe. Where, where do you think that guy is most happy? He said, I think he's more happy at home than what he likes to do. And I said, that is the lesson for you and for numerology. This, this time, you have your own particular path. And we can look from about seven different numbers and how we place them in a sentence. We can look and say, is this particular thing that you're doing, is this going to help you, like in your case, is this going to help you to answer more questions with the truth? And is this along the lines of health and science and is this in this direction, and will this bring you more, you know, more whatever it is that your soul wants, depending on those numbers? Will this bring you more of this, and will it allow you to use your natural talent and ability, which is a five, which is to organize and get people free and free other people, free themselves as well? And will it also allow you to use your abilities as, <clears throat> sorry, as a seven or whatever your ability number is? And will you have those opportunities? And all those things that align, it's a yes every single time. So you will never go wrong there. You will always have what we're after. We're not after money. We're not after, you know, fancy clothing or cars. We're after a feeling. We're after the experiences. Life is about collecting these experiences and having these feelings and these emotions, energy emotions, and that is what we're after. If you have all the money in the world or none at all and you, feel, you felt happiness throughout your lifetime, would it have, you know, would it have been worth it? Is that the journey you want? And that is really what we're about, spelling out for people, having them discover, uncover their own journey, and then seeing the higher end of themselves and being able to use, I do SRT and a little bit of hypnosis, stuff like that, being able to have that person step into who they already are, but just the higher self, put, put it on like a, like, a, like, a, like a superhero to dawn that energy, Accept it as zero, step into it, and step outside, be powerful. Be the most powerful realtor you are that day. Be the best husband you can be that day. Be the best dad you need to be that day. Whatever it is you have to step into, it's all within you. We just look at the numbers and see the numbers that you want to manifest. You step into that day. You step into them, and you dominate your own life. That's what it's all about. That superhero thing is really cool because that's exactly how – Everybody in the Marvel superhero movies and DC, uh, that's how they walk around the planet. That's how they roam the earth. They are hands on the hips, eagle-eyed. They know exactly what they are here to do. They never question what they're here to do. Spider-Man knows exactly what to do. Catwoman knows exactly. They they spider and they cat, and they just do. (laughs) They just do their thing. I I just wrote an article that has not been published yet. Uh, just wondering on the the whole thing about this human exceptionalism thing and kind of playing devil's advocate because we often get way off track of what we're supposed to do. But look at anything else in the natural world, literally any of right. the millions of other species, and trees know exactly how to tree, dogs know how to yep. dog, cats know how to cat. 
It's so true. Human constantly questioning how to human. We sincerely have no idea most of our lives how to do human and like be just to live, to thrive and everything else. And I think it's a bunch of people listening to each other and go, Oh, that's a good idea. Or I have to listen to you because you're an authority figure and I'm taking all this outside information in and I'm getting very, very confused because I'm not paying any attention to the inner stuff, to what I'm supposed to be or what I'm, I'm most likely to be doing. And people just don't reflect like this. Uh, a lot of people go cradle to grave, I'm afraid, uh, never really reflecting on what am I supposed to be doing here? I'm listening to everything else, all the preachers and the, you know, gurus and everybody else. And, and your thing is to get people to pay attention to the recipe that was made, that made them up, right? All the ingredients that are already there. This is probably why you're having trouble. This is where you can go to succeed and be fulfilled in your life. Boy, having a finger that points in those directions with authority is a big deal. So, how do people find out more about you, get into your sphere of influence, and fo- can follow you so we don't lose track of you? We, we definitely, listeners and me, and I'm sure Gina, are going to want to follow up and, and uh, find out much, much more about what it is you do and how we can get more involved with you. Awesome, awesome. Well, we can uh, find me on LinkedIn. Um, let me see. I think I sent you over the link for that. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the link will be down at the bottom. If it's a hard link, everybody just click down below wherever you're listening to this, and it could be millions of places, but put it, uh, yeah, we'll put it all in the in the description too. Yeah, so they can use LinkedIn. They can also email me at uh, J-U-M-A-L-Y-H-O-U, so Jamal Y-U at Gmail. And uh, YU is uh, YU is a movement that we're just uh, pulling together philosophy and it stands for YU healing your own understanding. And the guru part actually means uh, generally understanding a real you. So all about self understanding, um, all about stepping into that higher self. And I, have you ever heard of you ever heard of a, a little old lady? Her name is uh, Beyonce. You ever heard of her before? I think so. She's, yeah. she's a singer, dancer, songwriter type person from the fifties or yeah, something. Yeah, kind of gal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she has the alter ego, and the name is Sasha Fierce. And what you said earlier is completely, completely accurate. When she's off stage, she is, she is, you know, she is, uh, you know, she is Beyonce. But when she steps up on on the stage, she's now Sasha Fierce. And all of us have these different personalities inside of us. And, you know, whenever you reach out to me on LinkedIn or actually Facebook page is up, I think is, I think is up right now, but it should be why you uh, that guy, C-H-A-T-G-U-Y, why you that guy is on Facebook as well. Um, but it's all about that guy or that girl. How can you step into that alter ego so that, you know, when you step up on stage or when you come on the radio show, you know, you're not Jack the Dad, but you are Jack the Boss. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Jack the the leverage yeah. guy. You know, so so that's that's how it is. All about stepping into that alter ego. And so, uh, so Facebook, uh, uh, YU W H Y O U that guy. And so it's kind of funny. Why you that guy? <laughs> um, LinkedIn, <laughs> LinkedIn as well. You find me on LinkedIn or or email. Uh, we have a site that is going right back up um, in the next day or two, so um, but you'll be able to get information on that either on Facebook or LinkedIn. Jamal, I've had a blast today, and I'm afraid you're going to have to come back. Some people <laughs> can accomplish their mission at Leverage Masters in an hour, but you failed to accomplish your entire mission because it's so darn big it can't fit in an hour. I'm afraid you're just going to have to come back in the future, and, uh, and we've got to play some more. This was really awesome. Thank you for the time. Well, thank you for allowing me to share and, and keep doing your work. I mean, this is your work, by the way, you know, as a seven to find answers, to seek truth. And so you're on path, my friend. Uh, and whenever you, whenever you can, give, shoot me a call. You got my number. Give me a call, and I will be happy to look at the rest of the numbers for you, and then you can figure out how to use that to make your own decision going forward. You as well. Awesome, and I'll report back to the leverages. thank you so much Jamal this was a blast and we will see everybody back same time same place next week have a great week everybody take care bye bye
Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. You sit at a desk. They sit at a desk. You have sales reports. They have book reports. You need supplies. They need supplies. Business is a lot like school. That's why your small business should take advantage of back-to-school deals at Staples. Now, Staples 1-inch 3-ring binders are $1.92. One-subject notebooks are just $0.25, and two-pocket poly folders are just $0.35 each. Make back-to-school your business at Staples. In-store only while supplies last. Offer ends 9-1-18, limit 30.